0: What is freedom? To me, it is all about your right to be yourself. It is about letting go of that external pressure that we feel on our shoulders every single day. And finally, giving yourself permission to be yourself. It is about openly expressing your thoughts, needs, and desires. About standing up for what you believe and pursuing your dreams. It is about being in charge of your life, owning your life. I strongly believe that freedom is one of the core, essential needs that each one of us have as human beings. And I also believe that, for each one of us, a moment comes in life when we are ready to reclaim our freedom, when we are ready to finally become who we are, who we have always been. My name is Olena Mitrak, and this is another page of the Bravery Handbook. I was always the good type of kid. You know, the one that teachers and parents love and other kids hate. Perfect grades, always studies hard, always does the homework, never hangs out with the bad kids or does anything wrong, always follows directions. In other words, the perfect daughter. It's probably no surprise to you that I didn't have many friends back then. I can say that I had two very good friends, We all lived in the same neighborhood and we would play together all the time. It's funny to remember, but it was pre-mobile phones and pre-internet and not everyone had access to video games back then. So our primary source of entertainment was to simply play outside. We would get together after school, would play for a while, but I would always be sure to be back before the dark. I didn't want my parents to worry about me. One day, when I was about 10 years old, Me and my friend were playing as usual, doing our thing, when a couple of other girls living nearby approached us. We had seen each other before, but we were never close with them and we never really spoke with them. I don't really know why they decided to chat with us that day, but we talked for a while and then they invited us to join them nearby where they would hang out with their other group of friends. Me and my friend were stoked that we were invited. It was getting late, But we couldn't lose this opportunity to hang out with other kids, so of course we said yes. I knew I would still be home before it gets too late, so I thought it would be okay. Once we joined that other group of friends, we were having such a great time playing together that I absolutely lost track of time. And then I suddenly realized that it was already completely dark. Oh, I need to go home. My parents must be so worried about me. I rushed home. As soon as my mom opened the door, she started screaming at me. She was so mad. She was furious. I had never heard her swear until that night. She was calling me all the words and she was screaming how irresponsible and what a bad person I was. I tried to explain to her that I had just met some new friends and that I had lost track of time and that I was very sorry. But she wasn't listening to me. She was just screaming that she thought something had happened to me and that I got her and dad super worried and that I didn't think about them. I felt absolutely terrible. I felt so guilty, but also angry and completely devastated. It was just so unfair. I thought my parents would be happy for me that I finally made some new friends, but no. Years passed and I completely forgot about that accident. Now, let me fast forward to the year of 2015. It was the year when I filed for divorce. It so happened that I was living with my parents at that time. I had moved in with them a few months prior due to some family circumstances. And now me and my daughter were living in the apartment where I grew up as a kid in the room that used to be mine. Technically, my company's office was in another city, so I was working fully remotely, way before work from home became a thing. Work was busy, and also, I obviously was going through not the best period of my life with the divorce, so my parents were doing everything they could to help. They were both retired, and so my dad would take my daughter for a long walk every morning, and then every afternoon, and my mom would be in charge of feeding the whole family. So basically, all I had to do was work. I didn't really have any other obligations, and at first, it felt nice. I was grateful that I had time to process everything that I had been going through. But several months later, I started to feel very weird. I felt like I was not a grown up woman anymore, but rather a kid. I felt like I wasn't in charge of anything. I moved out when I was 21 years old. And so for almost 10 years, I had my own independent life. I would decide what I want to eat for dinner or what clothes to put on Dasha to go for a walk. And now, as weird as it sounds, I didn't feel like these were my decisions anymore. When it was time for a morning or afternoon walk, my mom would pick the clothes for Dasha, and I didn't really have a saying in it. Come on, mom, it's not too cold, she doesn't need a jacket. Yeah, but if she gets sick, then I will need to take care of her while you work, so I get to say whether she needs a jacket or not. These arguments would happen every day, and I would give up. As I mentioned, I didn't really cook, but I felt guilty for not contributing, and so a few times I tried to cook something, primarily for Dasha, but whenever I did that, I felt like I was being judged, how well I fit her and whether the food I cook is good enough for her. It felt very weird and very uncomfortable. It was almost funny, but I felt like I was a guest in that apartment. An apartment that I spent 15 years of my life in growing up as a kid. But I didn't feel like it was my apartment. Well, it wasn't. It was my parents' one, right? And so I felt like I didn't own anything in my life anymore. Neither a place where I lived, nor even my daughter. One time, my sister came to visit us for a few days. Shortly after she arrived, she pulled me in the corner. Look at this tattoo that I got. Oh, that is so cool. I'm so jealous. I've been secretly wanting one for a while now, but you know that mom will be mad when she sees it, right? Oh yeah, I know, and I'm definitely not looking forward to that. Well, let's play some bets about how angry she actually will be. We were right. When our mom saw the tattoo, she got very mad. My sister heard all about that tattoos are for criminals and not for the good women like her daughters. Yeah, I guess my idea about tattoo will have to die with me. I don't think I will ever have one. Now, I already mentioned that me and Dasha were sharing a room where I used to live when I was a kid. There wasn't a lot of space in that room, and so she was sleeping in the same bed with me. One morning, I woke up and she was still sleeping. I went to the kitchen, made myself some coffee, and then I got back to the bedroom. It was time to wake her up. And as soon as I touched her, I immediately felt that she was burning hot. She obviously had a fever, out of nowhere, because she was completely fine the night before. I ran to another room, grabbed the thermometer, and in a minute it started beeping like crazy. Her temperature was very high. And she was still asleep, even despite all of my manipulations with the thermometer. I tried to wake her up, but she wasn't really reacting to my words. I completely panicked. You know, in Ukraine, you can call the number and the doctor will come to your house. It's an absolutely usual practice, unlike here in the U.S., where house calls are something that only concierge doctors offer and that costs you a fortune. Mom, we need to call the doctor immediately. Dasha is sick. My mom ran into the room, touched my daughter's forehead, and then she started screaming at me. How did you not notice earlier that she has a fever? You were in the same bed with her all night and didn't notice anything? And then you didn't see it in the morning that she was not well? What kind of mother are you? Honestly, I had no idea why I didn't notice. But I didn't. I guess I am a terrible mother. Finally, Dasha woke up. We gave her the medicine and we called the doctor. By the time the doctor arrived, thankfully, her temperature had come down a little bit. The doctor confirmed that it looked like the flu and prescribed some more medications. Then the doctor left and I was sitting there in the room, on the bed next to Dasha. I was thinking, I don't know why, but I clearly remembered that evening when I was 10 years old, when my mom got so mad at me for staying out late. I was feeling like that 10-year-old kid again. I was blamed for being bad. But the difference was, I was not 10 years old anymore. I was almost 32 years old. And that was a tipping point. I need to have my life back. I need to start feeling in charge again of myself, of my daughter, of my whole life. I need to be able to live and to take actions and to make decisions without the fear of being judged all the time. This has to stop. I knew exactly what to do. Several months ago, I got an offer from the company I worked for to transfer to the U.S., Los Angeles, in particular. At the time, I rejected the offer. I just felt too lost and I didn't really want to do it. Honestly, I had no idea what I wanted to do. And while I was sitting there next to Dasha, watching her sleep peacefully after the medication finally kicked in and her temperature got back to normal, I realized with the perfect clarity I want to accept this offer. I want to move to California. And once that thought settled in my mind, I immediately felt better. I felt free. Just the idea of living on my own, with my daughter, with no one telling me what to do or looking over my shoulder was liberating. I had no idea what it would look like. It was scary as hell, but I already knew it would be the best decision in my life. I could feel it. It felt 100% absolutely right. I couldn't wait to start all the preparation, signing an offer, getting visas, making travel arrangements, exploring areas to leave, finding an apartment or a daycare for Dasha, even learning how to drive a car. I was so excited about all of it. I felt in charge again. And then when everything was already planned, when plane tickets were booked and all the preparations were done, I made one more appointment with a tattoo artist that I'd been following for a while. I really wanted to somehow symbolize the start of this new chapter in my life. I wasn't sure what kind of design to pick. I just knew I wanted it to be meaningful. I tried to come up with a few ideas, but I didn't really like anything. So I decided to come to the appointment, hoping that we will figure something out together with the artist. This girl was really into botanical tattoos. And when I arrived... She showed me a sketchbook full of her own drawings of various plants and flowers. And as I was flipping through the pages of it, one particular drawing stood out to me. It was rosemary. I have always liked the smell of rosemary, and it is also very common in my hometown. So I thought it would be a really nice tattoo to have, because now I'm moving abroad, it will remind me of the place where I was born. Did a thought cross my mind that my parents would be mad? once they found out that I got a tattoo? Of course it did. But somehow it didn't bother me anymore. The fact that I would have to show it to them and explain wasn't really scaring me anymore. I was okay with it. I wasn't afraid of it. And interestingly enough, my mom wasn't even that mad. I guess she became more receptive to it after seeing my sister's tattoo earlier same as she became receptive to the fact that me and Dasha were moving to another side of the world. As much as my parents weren't pleased with this decision, they knew that I would not change my mind. It was April 15th of 2017. Me and Dasha were on a plane, and after 11 hours of flight, we were about to land in LAX. I was looking outside the window, and I was trying to picture what this new chapter of my life would look like. I was feeling very excited. I was ready for it. I took a glance at my rosemary tattoo on my elbow. Yes, it was a symbol of where I had come from, but it was also a symbol of something else, something more important. It was a symbol of freedom. Thank you for being with me today as I flip another page of the Bravery Handbook. I would absolutely love to hear all about how you liked today's story and what you are taking away from it. Leave a review and let me know. And be sure to connect with me on Instagram and join Bravery Circle, a free space where we will learn to embrace who we are, maximize our time and energy, and shine in both career and motherhood, as well as any other life endeavor that we choose to pursue. Until next time.